with Ashley and Emily. I'm Ashley from Ashley Gets Around. And I'm Emily with Emily Eats and Explores. On this podcast, you'll hear me and Emily, who are both full-time solo travelers. We kind of think of this podcast as a little bit Bravo, a little bit travel channel. So grab your favorite beverage and let's go. Hello, dear listener. Welcome back to Travel Chat with Ashley and Emily. Today, we are going to have an episode filled with tips and tricks, all the good stuff you need to travel Europe this summer. I think we should talk about air conditioning first. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so funny that you brought that up because I was with my fiance yesterday. We were booking our car because we are going to Italy. So we're going to rent a car and drive around Tuscany. That'll be the only place you have air conditioning is in that car. No, that's the thing. None of the cars had air conditioning. And he was like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, this is just a European thing. They just don't have air conditioning. Our hotel on the Amalfi Coast actually does have air conditioning, but I don't think any other places do. So he was like, wait, what? What is going? I'm so confused. And I'm like, they don't have air conditioning. Like most places I went to don't even have fans. Like you just got to deal with it. Yeah. Like honestly, you need to bring one of those portable fans. Like I won't go to Europe in the summer again without bringing one of those fans. I'm surprised that the rental cars don't have, I mean, they do take the AC unit out of the rental cars. We had air conditioning in the ones in France. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We found one that had it because we were going to spend like one day specifically road tripping and we were going to spend a lot of time in the car. So we're like, just in case we found one, but like, it was really hard to actually find one with air conditioning. Oh, ours had air. Yeah, no, no. Because I rented an SUV in Tuscany and ours had air conditioning. Yeah. But it was literally the only time that I was cool was in the car. (laughs) Yeah. Because if, okay, and this is, this is specific to Italy because in Italy, it's actually illegal. There's actually like a law that you can't have the air conditioning below. Like, I mean, it's an insane amount. I want to say it's like 25 or 26 degrees Celsius, whatever it was correlated to 78 degrees and when I was there last summer I was in Italy during like a heat wave and it was literally in the 90s and so it wasn't really much cooler in the rooms and so never again I'll never so that's actually why we moved Wild Air's travel trip from Italy from the very beginning of June to the end of April beginning of May Mm, just because and it was honestly the perfect time so I would say if you're by the water, you're probably good. Like the Mafi Coast, you're up on a hill, depending on which village you're staying in. And so there's going to be a little bit more air circulation. Mm-hmm. And some places, they do have air conditioning and they're like a little bit more loosey-goosey with it than other places. But definitely, I would honestly pack one of those travel fans that you can like put by your bed because they don't believe in fans. That's the thing is they don't like the cool breezes touch it. It's like a thing in Italy where it's like bad luck or you'll get sick. We did a tour. We do a tour every year with a woman named Chrissy, who's like half Italian, half American. She like grew up in the US. And when she moved back to Florence, she bought an AC unit and put like a, you know, a small one. And she said that her landlord, the woman was like, I'm not going to be responsible for you ending up in the hospital. Like you're going to get sick. And she's like, I'd rather be sick than be like sweating in 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just the belief system there. But then if you're going to Greece, Greece, you'll have air conditioning and it's fine. So it might just be an Italy European thing, but like Italy slash like maybe France. 
people are going to get mad in the comments. <laughs> They're going to be like, we have an energy crisis, which I think is like part of what it is. But if you're not used to the heat, take a fan. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely just something to like keep in mind because I think when you're coming from the US in the summer, especially if you're in a place that's like, I don't know, like Florida or like Arizona or something, like you live off of AC. I mean, even when we were in Puerto Rico, like we were inside. Actually, I didn't think it was like that cold. Some people were freezing, but it's like cold when you're inside. It's not cold enough for me. I'm like, <laughs> turn this down to 60. <laughs> turn it down. So it's just something to keep in mind that like, don't expect it and like if you if it's something that you really really need like make sure that you are looking on the site to see if ac is something that's listed whether it's on airbnb or whether it's on the website or wherever you're booking stuff just make sure you're checking it but it might be hard to find you just never know yeah i mean just be aware i think also ice yeah (laughs) ice coffee your ice coffee You're not going to get, I'm just, this is just an episode where I complain about Italy, basically. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then what's really funny is when I was posting on Instagram about like, oh, my last Starbucks, because I won't get any people were like, they have Starbucks in Italy now. And I'm like, yeah, like next to the American military base, like that's not where I'm going. There was one like 45 minutes out of Rome, outside of Rome now. And I'm like, I'm not going 45 minutes to get an iced coffee. I don't even drink I hardly drink iced coffee in the U.S. It's like a once a week type of thing. Like I'll survive. But definitely, you know, be aware that you're not going to get the kind of like big coffees that we have in the U.S. Like it's going to be cappuccino, but only before noon. I mean, you can order it whenever you want. But you definitely, locals don't order it after noon. Right. And like little espressos. It's kind of more the traditional type of coffee. Um, So just be aware you're not going to get all the same things like in the U.S., Mm-hmm. And ice is one of those. You get ice, but it's like one or two cubes. Like you're not getting ice and everything, which is fine. It doesn't, that doesn't really bother me. Right. I don't really like, that's not something that would freak me out. But I know for some people it would be like, what? I can't have this. Like, yeah, it's just like a cultural thing, which is good. Step outside of your comfort zone, people. <laughs> <laughs> I think also just knowing that if you're going to a popular city, you know, Amsterdam, Paris, Rome, anywhere that has museums, because most people, you know, you're going to Europe, you're going to go to museums probably, get those tickets in advance because summer is high season and you will end up waiting in really, really long lines. So that's definitely a time saver. Just Mm. go ahead and buy your tickets in advance. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I remember we didn't do that our first time we went to Italy and we were waiting to go see the statue of David in Florence. And I think we waited maybe like two and a half hours. Oh my gosh, that's commitment. We got there pretty early. It's just like, it's one of those things that once you're in line, you're like, do I get out? And then you're like, okay, wait, I've been there. Yeah, it was kind of like, our feet were definitely hurting. It was wild, but we could have gotten tickets and done like a skip, skip the line type of thing. So book things if you really, really want to see them. Yes. Book them in advance. I would also say you're going to be doing a lot of walking, mm-hmm. a lot of walking, and it is not the time to wear heels. Yeah. You're going to want to wear comfortable shoes because you're going to be walking a considerable amount more than you do here. So true. You are walking a lot. Definitely have your little like Apple Watch or check your phone or something. It's insane how much you walk, which is good. No, it's definitely good. I love it. Love a walk. And that's just kind of the the norm there. Like you're not going to be 
I don't know, take the public transportation and walk around. There are a lot of European countries that use bicycles, like get a bike and pedal around for the day, do fun stuff like that. I've never done that because I don't know how to ride a bike. Do you not know this? Wait, wait, what? You you don't know how to... I do not know how to ride a bike. My parents never got me a bike. They never taught me. And I just never learned. (laughs) Stop it. So it's really funny. Like, every time I go to Amsterdam, people are like, oh, I bet it's so nice. I bet you just, like, rent a bike and ride around the city. And I'm like, no, I can't do that because I would just fall off and, like, break my leg. Oh, my God. We need to get you on a freaking bike. I mean, I think we just need to get me a tricycle and then it's fine. I think you just need to go in without the training wheels. I think you just need to go for it. Okay, I'll do it right outside of a, of a really good ER because that's yeah. like what I would need because I would fall off Stop. and like stitches. <laughs> We're doing this. Next time <laughs> I come see you, this is happening. Oh my gosh, it'll be like we have to set up the like we have to set up the camera because it'll be like you and Blair or something. Yes. Trying to make sure that I don't but I'm just thinking like Emily at four eleven is not gonna stop me from falling off a bike. But anyway, you should do the bike tours. And it's like the US too. Now, like you can get scooters like everywhere. I mean, you've seen these like in every big mm-hmm. city. Same in Europe, which is really convenient because I think you can just like pick them up. Like if somebody leaves one sitting so not standing on the street, you can, like pick yep, it up. And you get the app. Yeah. Yeah, those are so fun. I actually have never done those, but those are like they're all over the major cities in Europe now. So easy to just pick up. If you're interested in making money while traveling the world, grab my free masterclass, How to Make $5,000 While Traveling. And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram. And if you want to fly in business class for the cost of economy, you can sign up for my free email list at ashleygetsaround.com. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily. So, Ashley, let us yeah. know. I mean, I'm sure buying flights, the time to buy flights for Europe has passed. But if anyone has needs any last-minute Europe flight tips, anything that you can recommend? I mean, good luck. Um, no. <laughs> I think you're we're screwed. You're screwed. Okay, so I think this is what people don't understand about mistake fares and sales is that it's supply and demand. So right now, everybody's looking for flights. So like, it's funny yesterday, and keep in mind, we like pre-record these episodes. So I don't know when this will come out. But yesterday, I sent three flight deals. And I think only one of them, one, maybe two of them had summer dates. Um, mm-hmm. And typically, they were late summer. So June, July, not as many. Now, you do sometimes, if you have points, you can sometimes luck out and find last minute deals with points because people cancel tickets or the flights aren't as full as the airline thought they were going to be. And so they'll add more C inventory, which is like award space. And then you can sometimes luck out and get those. I would say your best bet, especially if you're in a smaller city, is to look from bigger cities. So like I live in Asheville when I'm here and you know, if I was booking a last minute deal, I probably wouldn't look from Asheville or Charlotte. I would probably mm-hmm. look from like Boston or New York because Asheville has daily flights on Allegiant into Boston and New York. And so because those 
airports are bigger and have more carriers, there's more competition. So Mm. you're going to have a better chance of getting a last minute flight out of a bigger airport. Um, There's no real hard and fast rules though. So like last year I found last minute deals in June to London for $700 in business class round trip. And they were kind of last minute. So you, you never really know. But I would say that for 2024, if Europe is on your agenda for next spring or summer, this fall is when to start really looking for those flights. But for now, look at points, set Google flight alerts. That's probably my number one tip. And just keep looking because the flight prices go up and down and you might look out and find something decent. Love it. I think Europe's a little easier though, because there's a lot of competition because there's a lot of airlines that fly that, you know, really popular transatlantic route. It's harder for last minute flights to Asia. So Europe will still be good. And there's, there's some low cost carriers. Play is one of them. Yep. Uh, Norse Atlantic is another one. Play, I don't think has premium economy flights. But just just straight economy. But Norse Atlantic does. They have premium economy seats, you know, depending on where you're going in Europe. It's not a super, super long flight, like, you know, typically under eight hours. So that could save a little bit of cash, too, by flying one of the budget carriers. Love it. What about you? What are your other tips for Europe travel? I mean, obviously, the flights is something that people stress over. I would say if you're trying to do it on a budget. Don't be afraid of the hostel life because they can be pretty bougie now. A lot of it, I've realized a lot of the hostels are like moving away towards being named like a hostel and because they're trying to get like a different kind of wrap than what hostels have. So you can get some really nice places. So if you want to look on something like Hostel World or even like booking or something like that, they'll have all of the lists of different hostels that you can get to in all major cities will have them. But look at like all your different options. I know we did a episode on Airbnb versus hotel. So if you're interested in either the Airbnb or hotel, like just look at on all of the different platforms and see what's going to work for your budget, like what your priorities are when it comes to like whether you want a kitchen or whether you want this or whether you need a laundry room or whatever. Um, look at all of those different type things and just have a lot of fun with it. I, I would say I feel like Europe's a really fun place to also like rent a car and drive around, which I have never really done, but I'm really excited to do it. it. Yeah, I think it's huge, like because it's fairly easy to get a car and it like gives you so much freedom. I mean, they also have amazing public transportation. So they have trains and buses that basically connect you everywhere and anywhere. So you can absolutely, absolutely do that. Like definitely be more if you want to be like more sustainable and everything but if you want a little bit more freedom like renting the car is definitely a good way to go something that I've never done but I'm excited to do for this little European trip I think we should clarify that we're not talking about like all of Europe per se necessarily because I think like people are to be like well Iceland doesn't have as much public transport as which is true so I think for places like if you're going to Iceland like you probably should run a car like it's the best way to do Iceland for sure Italy Italy is just so easy by public transport with the exception of like Tuscany and some of the places that are not in the cities. Like if you're just going to Italy and you're doing like Naples, Rome, Florence, Milan, Venice, 
it is amazing. They have trains that go everywhere and they're fast trains and it's wonderful. So it just depends on like where you are in Europe, but definitely renting a car gives you so much more flexibility. And I think for places like Tuscany or if you're doing like Ireland, even France, if you're outside of Paris, like so you can go to such nice little villages and have a little bit more of your own flexibility and like freedom by doing that. I love it. Oh, oh, yes. I think people think Europe is more expensive than it is. Mm, I love it. Let's get into that. Yes. I think it's cheaper to go to Europe than it is to travel in the U.S. by a lot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I 100% agree with that. Because I have friends who will do like, everybody has different, you know, preferences, but they'll only do Cancun and they do an all-inclusive and they're like, oh, it's just so much cheaper. And I'm like, but your all-inclusive was like $700 a day. Yeah. You could go to Europe for cheaper than that. Right. So I don't know. I... I'm interested to know why people think it's so expensive, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I think, yeah, so summer in Europe definitely gets a bad rap. I mean, prices are definitely a bit more inflated during that time, but like there are options. Like you don't have to do the really fancy like hotels and the fancy meals and like all the extravagant excursions and things like that. <laughs> like honestly, my favorite thing to do in Europe is just walk around the town because I'm like, yeah. this is just so beautiful and nice and cute like I just love exploring it's like my favorite thing to do so there are a lot of lot of free things that you can do the free walking tours are great you can use the Rick Steves audio guides too for free tours which is nice yeah I've never used those Rick oh, Steves yeah. they're great his voice makes me want to go to sleep for some reason really yeah oh well then maybe not for Emily <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna use <laughs> you'll just have to find your own walking door well, like so last summer I went I was working my old job and I was in Mykonos with work which is an odd place to be in the summer I feel like but afterwards I had like two weeks off and I went to Noxos which is another island and it could not have been two vastly different experiences. And I've done, I love Greece. So I've, I mean, I've been to Greece like five or six times and Mykonos was fine. It didn't feel very Greek compared mm-hmm. to yeah. other islands. If it was your first time in Mykonos and like that was your first time in Greece, maybe you wouldn't have noticed. But because I had been to Greece like four times before, I was like, oh, this doesn't even really feel like Greece. This just feels kind of like, Vegas of Greece. And so Noxos, and there was nothing wrong with it. It's just very busy. It's very expensive. And, you know, the photos, it's just very, very, very crowded in the summer. Mm -hmm. I went over to, you know, an island like 45 minutes away, Noxos, and had the complete opposite experience. I was like, this is the best place in the whole world. I'm going to come back next summer and spend the whole summer because it still was a little touristy, but it wasn't crazy busy. Like the beaches were nice. You know, you got that, like, authentic Greek food, like, wine. It was wonderful. So I would say don't hesitate to go somewhere other than the main cities. Yeah. And you'll save a lot of money. I stayed at an Airbnb in the city center. It was, like, two minutes of a walk from the main restaurants and stuff. And I want to say I spent maybe $80 a night. (laughs) 
I mean, it was crazy cheap compared to Mykonos. And I was still on a Greek island. I was a five-minute walk from the from pretty much everything. And then you could take a little bus to like the popular beaches. It took like 15 minutes. It was very easy for like $3. So you couldn't vacation in Myrtle Beach for that price. Yeah. And yet I was like in Greece eating like the meals are cheap in Greece too if you're not in Mykonos. So like you're re- even in Mykonos, they're not crazy. Yeah. When I when we went to Santorini, they weren't bad at all. Yeah. And also I think so. people forget that you don't tip 20% in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. That's not really a thing. So it's all all that stuff kind of like makes it cheaper. Really helps. Yeah, for sure. But I totally I second that. Like even going to the lesser known but more upcoming places, you know, like Albania or even like Austria. Like I feel like nobody goes to Austria, but it's so amazing in the summer. And just trying other places like that that maybe you wouldn't think to go to. I mean, you know where I would love to go back to is Gdansk, Poland. Like same. <laughs> I feel like we definitely talked about this on another episode. I think we did. <laughs> we're like, we we want to live in Gdansk so bad. I loved it. If you met somebody and you were like, oh, you're going to Europe for summer, where are you going? You think Paris, Rome, Athens, Mykonos, Santorini, you know, when, maybe Iceland, yeah. London, the top hits. And <laughs> if you were like, oh, I'm going to Poland, I think people will be like, oh, well, that's nice. Um, mm, except, except Poland's amazing. And it's like so much cheaper. And then, oh, I loved Helsinki, too. Like, I'd love to go back to Helsinki. Yeah, I haven't been there. Scandinavia definitely also has a bad rep for being pricey, pricey. It's definitely more expensive than, you know, Greece and Italy and France, for sure. Yeah. But you don't tip on stuff. You public transport's really cheap. There's a lot of stuff that's kind of free because a lot of it's, like you said earlier, walking around the cities or taking free walking tours walking into old churches, museums have free days. So don't forget about those. Um, So then it's related to your accommodation. And I mean, unless you're trying to stay at the Four Seasons, it's not going to be any more expensive than staying somewhere in the U.S. And if you're, you know, traveling with friends, you can just split it. Right. And then the same thing that you were saying about hostels, like some of them now are nicer hostels. Like they're not like 20 people to a room type of vibes. So, you know, that could be another budget-friendly. But you could – I remember I did a three-week trip, and this is when I didn't, you know, have as much money to spend like five, six years ago. And I did a three-week trip from, funny enough, Poland. Ooh, there we (laughs) go. All the way down to Albania and then over to Greece by ferry. And I did the entire, all of the countries through there by Flix bus. And I think the most expensive bus ticket I paid was like $25. I love Flix bus. So you can really get around. I mean, if you're willing to be on a bus and, you know, I would do kind of like three, four hour long buses. So it was like much more manageable. We did do yeah. one overnight bus and I, my friend and I were like, we regret our lives a little bit, but it was, you know, because <laughs> we got to Lithuania at 4 a.m. and they like dropped you off. And the only thing open was this like biker bar. It was oh pretty gosh. funny. It was pretty funny. My friend Danielle and I were like, okay, so the more dangerous option is just to sit out like homeless people in front of this train station. 
or we can go to that bar across the street. And it was an interesting, it was an interesting time. But then we got on the bus at 6 a.m. and made it to Lake Bled, and that was 100% worth it. Oh, Lake Bled is gorgeous. Gorgeous. I think I said Lithuania. That's not what I meant. I meant Slovenia. My gosh. Yeah, wait, I was a little confused. I was like, okay, I don't know where this is going. I'm like, Lithuania. Lithuania. I've never even been to Lithuania. That's the funny part. So that's hilarious. I don't know where I got Lithuania from, guys. I meant Slovenia. But yeah, there are many options of getting around. Like transport's much cheaper than in the US. Hotels can be cheaper, but typically I would say in peak summer season, they're probably about the same. But like you're not really going to be spending more money and you're going to have a much more like interesting time than if you went to like, I don't know, where everybody else vacations. <laughs> Where do yeah, people go Asheville, North Carolina. I don't know Asheville, North Carolina. Don't go to Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah, don't come. You'll have such a terrible, terrible time. It's a terrible time. Hilarious. Okay. Well, any other travel summer travel tips? Get out in the world. Enjoy your summer. Enjoy your time. You all deserve it. Awesome. And take lots of pictures and videos. Go to Lithuania and let me t- let me know how. Yeah, go to Lithuania. <laughs> Estonia. I want to go to Estonia. Bulgaria. Yes. We don't even know where we are. I would go to all those places. I've been to Bulgaria, and it's one of the most underrated places ever. I loved it. It looks amazing. Well, that is all, folks. (laughs) Come back next week if we haven't scared you off by now. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please leave us a five-star rating and review. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram. And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily. Bye, everyone.